0: Love Hope Radio. Aloha everybody. This is Jennifer Old. Um I just want to welcome you back. It's been a little while since I've done a radio show. I've been very, very busy in the final edits of my new book. Um seems like I don't know if any of you have written a book, but it seems like that the final edits take forever and forever. So that is finally getting done it looks like i've approved my cover and um, it looks like i'm hoping that it'll actually be available for print on the 19th of november so if you are not on one of my fan pages or um, on facebook or any of that stuff you might want to get on there or send me an email that would so I can add you to my email list if you're interested in the book. It's going to have a lot of amazing stuff in there. My uh, website has my email address where you can go ahead and get added to my email list. It's jenniferopsychic.com. My Facebook page. There's a link on that site to get to my Facebook page, but it is also Jennifer O Intuitive. So those are some places you're going to find out a lot of information on my up-and-coming book and and events that I'm doing. But that's why I haven't been doing as many shows. I'm going to try to get back on track with doing more shows. And actually, it looks like I might be starting a um, video uh, blog so we can go over some issues that um, I see coming up quite a bit. One of the uh, themes, that it seems to happen in themes. So a lot of times when you're when you're a reader like me or you're doing lectures and that sort of thing uh it seems like you will have themes of of things that people will have to be will want addressed uh over same week span period or months or that sort of thing um let's say i just kind of like to you know look at it as a sort of a universal thing it's in the stars at that point in time things that people are dealing with and one of the things that keeps coming up over and over again for me with uh, some readings and questions that i've been getting is guilt and this is a really great subject uh to go over because people have it everybody has had guilt i mean everybody knows what it is they've all experienced it and uh, the interesting thing that I notice is people always, oh, I feel guilty about this and I feel guilty about that. Women tend to be really uh, one of those people that can hold a lot of guilt in. And they, they talk about it like it's just a, well, oh, I feel guilty, you know, like it's not a big issue. Uh, but it's, it's really important to understand the heaviness and what guilt is because it really affects people's health and it affects it in a in a in a way that you wouldn't even really comprehend because it seems like a light topic so to speak, like um, you know, I feel bad about this or I feel guilty about this, and they just brush it off as that's what it is. They just feel bad. But there's a lot that goes into guilt. And there's several different types of guilt. Uh you know, you have the intentional guilt where you have intentionally uh, done something that you knew was not right or knew would have consequences to it and you you did it anyways and then you have the intentional guilt where you um, maybe made a decision on your own that's something maybe you wanted to do in life I don't know maybe your parents always wanted you to be a lawyer and you decided you wanted to be a healer or you wanted to be um, in cosmetology or something and It made your parents not feel as excited for you, so you hold guilt over that. So that would be something that would be like unintentional guilt where you were trying to do what was best for you, but then it affected other people. And then you're like, oh, well, that makes me feel bad. I affected those people. You have the religious guilt. That's a biggie. Um, you know, if you don't do this, then you're, you know, God's not going to love you. Or if you don't do this, then then this is going to happen to you. And and that's a very different type of guilt because um, it's not something you think about as much as it, it's almost a trigger. You you've been trained to um, from a young age, usually at that point, to think this is bad or that's bad. So you almost don't get time to think about it before your body immediately feels guilty because it's such a trained, trained thought. And then you have um, self-indulgence guilt um, is what I like to call it. Women tend to suffer from this more than men. And I'm sure that there's some men out there that have this, but women tend to, when they want to do something for themselves, they have children, they have families, uh, women t- tend to be very, very giving. A lot of people tend to be very giving and they give so much that they really are giving to everybody else around them and they forget to give to themselves. So when they take time out of their day to do something that, you know, maybe it's just time to relax, um, time, time to relax from work because you've been working really hard, time to relax from just doing family stuff or, you know, having to cook dinner, having to do laundry, having to do groceries. When you take time for yourself, People tend to feel very guilty about that. That, to me, is the worst type of guilt, and I will go into that a little bit more. But I want to explain, um, before I get into that part, why holding on to guilt is such a big issue. First of all, nothing good comes from hanging on to guilt. Nothing. Nothing good comes to from hanging on to it, um, and, and this is why. If I cannot drill this into your head enough, I'm, I'm going to drill it into your head some more, and I'm sure that in many of you who listen to my radio show or my, see my quotes, um, you know, hear this all the time. But I can't tell it to you enough. Your thoughts are energy, and you will not get a guilty feeling if you don't have a thought of why that you're feeling guilty about something. So what happens is it goes through your mind. You think about it. You think, oh, that makes me feel bad. So now you don't only just have a thought that's energetic, but you have an emotion behind it. When you have a thought that's energetic, that's making you feel bad, and an emotion behind it, the emotion's even uh, doubling, you know, what energetically is going out there. But instead of going out into the universe, what happens is the guilt actually, the energy, the thought, the negativity behind the thought internalizes into the body. So now this is where the problem comes in. This is where the big issue with guilt is. So you don't just now have a thought about what has happened and, um, you know, how bad that you feel about it, but the energy doesn't go out away from you. You know, some of it will, but the energy will just internalize itself into the body. So now you've internalized energy and thoughts in the negative mindset and, it, uh, and you have emotions behind it that really um, amplify the negative emotions, and they they just swirl in the body. So it goes and it stays in the body. The longer that you hold on to guilt, the longer this, this negative energy, this actual energy will stay in the body. It will stay stagnant. It will swirl around. It will affect your cells. You're, um it'll affect you you reproduce your body all the time you reproduce your cells, you reproduce your organs you reproduce everything but now you're reproducing them with a really heavy negative feeling inside the body, and that will affect your health and when that happens i 'm sure that many of you have heard that um water you know or seeing the water pictures where they take cells and different things and then they show them if they have play like wonderful music it's like all pretty and everything and then they play some different types of music or negative stuff and then it starts Um, changing the cells of the water so that it doesn't look so pretty and wonderful, uh, that happens to the body. That happens to the cells in your body. That happens when they're recreating things. So you don't want to be recreating. You don't want that stuff to hold in the body. And that becomes a huge issue. So... You need to really pay attention to why and what's happening when that's going, or the reason behind the guilt, the reason that it's bad. So now that you have a thought, you set it out there, but it don't go out there. It goes into the body and it internalizes the negativity, and then you hold on to it. And it seems like the longer that people hold on to it, the more intensified the negative energy gets. Now, some people hold on to guilt for one particular thing or another, for um you know years they hold on to guilt for many many years and it just amplifies the more that they think about it the more that it eats at them and the more that it has an effect on all the internal parts of your you, you know your system it has an effect on you know your spiritual health which uh, has an effect on your internal system some people don't just feel guilty about one thing but they feel bu- guilty about many things like they constantly feel guilty so then it's just waves and waves and waves of the negative energy directly going into your body so it's a direct attack on yourself and um You know, you start thinking, I shouldn't have done this, and I shouldn't have done that, and you hold yourself so accountable that you just, you really start eating away at yourself spiritually on the inside, and that's a huge, huge no-no. I mean, that is so huge. To um, not moving on to not making things better, to not living a happier life, it is such a, it, it is such if you ask me, and people uh, may or may not agree with this, but it is a waste it is an absolute waste and we're going because we 're going to go back to the guilt things and I'll, and i 'll explain to that a little bit more because we have guilt for a reason, we have free will. So when we have free will, you know, you can make all these choices in life and, and you get to learn from them. And nobody forces you to do anything. You, you're really your own person, but, you know, your thoughts and choices that you make may be guided by what other people think and, and um, their effect that you may have on their life and that sort of thing. But regardless, you ultimately make the decision. Um, so you have this free will and you're you're using it. And let's say you intentionally hurt somebody knowing that what you were doing was wrong. And, um, for instance, I'll just use something like, um, I don't know, maybe you maybe had an affair or maybe um, intentionally said something mean to somebody that you knew was going to be wrong but you wanted to hurt them, and then you have guilt over it later. You know, things such as intentional like that. Now, this is the thing. Yes, you can feel bad about it for a minute, but you either learn from it or you don't learn from it. When you start to feel bad about something, you need to just address that right away and go, you know what, it was wrong, I make mistakes, I'm human, I don't want to do that again, it made me feel terrible, so I want to do whatever I can not to make me feel terrible again or other people in the process, and you need to learn from it and figure out, okay, next time I'm in this type of situation, I'm going to handle it differently, maybe apologize, maybe, you know, Clean your plate as best you can, but once you learn from it and make a conscious decision to not do something similar to that again, you know, that wasn't for naught. It was to learn. That's why we're here. We're here on earth with the free will to learn. So that's how you learn not to do things like that. Now, you can't change the past. There's no way that you can go back and change what you've already done. You can change the future, however. So you can sit there and feel guilty over it, even if you did it intentionally or unintentionally. Um, you can sit there and feel guilty about it forever because you, can't, you will not, I don't care how much you try, guys, it's not. you will not be able to go back and bend the past. It's not going to happen. It's done. It's over with. But you can change and shape your future. You can learn from it. You can teach other people not to do it. You can, you know, you can, there's many, many wonderful positive things that you can do that has a great result um, to just deciding that wasn't a good thing. Unintentional guilt. One of the things that um, people need to understand, a lot of times, unintentional guilt is by doing something that you want to do, something that makes you happy or that you feel like is a good thing for you. And it tends to affect other people in an, in what you can see as a negative way. You can see that, like, they have issues with it or then all of a sudden it feels like you affected their happiness somehow by a choice that you made. Now, that is something that you need to just disregard altogether because – When you look at things as far as, you know, how is this going to affect this person? How is it going to affect that person? Yes, on some instances, you need to do that. You need to do that, you know, when you have children and that sort of thing. But like with friends and family, you know, really the ultimate goal, you really have to start. People need to start paying more attention to happiness and what makes them happy. They need to pay more attention to the core self on, um, yes, this is a good decision for me because I feel like it's going to make um, my life better in this way or I feel like I'm going to be a lot happier. And it's kind of like when you go on an airplane and they always tell you to put the mask on yourself first before you assist anybody else. The more that you pay attention to your happiness, what's going to happen out of that, how you're going to feel, how much further you can get and that sort of thing, the more that you pay attention to that and not worry and be concerned about what everybody else around you is going to think, you know, unless I said like it's children or something of that nature, the more that you pay attention to that, the better it's going to work out for you because the happier that you are, the happier people around you are going to be. Now, the problem with the unintentional guilt is a lot of times you are surrounded by people who are very not happy themselves, so they tend to push their opinions and push their things onto you, and so, um, you know, you end up doing something that doesn't make you, makes them not feel happy, you're not feel happy, then nobody's happy, and then it's just kind of gets ridiculous from there. Religious guilt. Um, you know, I, I have a couple callers, and I will get to you guys, so... Uh, um, I am taking calls today but I do want to get a lot of this information out because um, I really think it can help people so just bear with me on that um, the religious guilt that is a trained mindset of guilt so you really have to um, make a decision if you're going to going to continue on that path or if you're going to try to remove yourself and, and continue on a new universal path um, and in the universal path you know you don't have in and, and what I believe and what um, many spiritual teachers believe, um, is something that is similar to, to religion because, um, you know, yes, we believe in God and the higher power and all these wonderful things, but, uh, you know, God loves you, loves everything you do, even if you make mistakes. You're here, you know, to learn. You're here to evolve. You're here to make choices. You're here to help people. You cannot always make every single right choice um, to get from A to B. It's not going to happen because otherwise you wouldn't learn. That 's why we have free will that 's why we were gifted with it before that we were born so when you use when you use very strict religious type behavior and you're trying to live your life as as far as you know you can do this and you can do that, one of the things actually that's in my book and and if you research it at all, but it is in my book, and my guides have told me um you know that became something very different after we'd been around for a while that had become a form of control. And um, the guilt that uh, certain religions use over that sort of thing is really uh, a form of control. It's a form of um, trying to make people do what they want to do, and it's been that way for years and years and years. Now, I'm not saying all churches are bad because... Um there are many many, many wonderful churches out there that really have a loving God and are very supportive of all their their congregation and they're very wonderful, great, positive, amazing people um Joel seems one of them, you know I'm sure that there is many more of them, but they're very uplifting and supporting when you go to church they're very um make you feel good and wonderful they don't figure out whenever you come to church, you know, how that you maybe screwed up that week or how maybe that, you know, you deserve to feel bad that week, you know, that's, that's not what it's about. So when you're dealing with that type of religious behavior and you decide to change, you really have to realize that it's not a very quick process, but it's a learned process. It's very much like when you're learning to work with a universal loss versus working with the physical loss. It's, it's a retraining your mind to realize, for instance, as you probably all know, if you've been listening to my stuff, when you're dealing with the universal loss, there's abundance. There's you know plenty of everything there's you know amazing wonderful limitless stuff out there when you're dealing with physical laws everything's very limited everything's very oh there's not enough so everybody has to make sure that they get some of theirs because you know there's not enough to go around and you got to get it and so you're dealing with two mindsets so it takes a lot of training people get frustrated when they start working with the universal laws because sometimes they'll slip back into that mindset. But it's it's not that you're not going to slip back. It's just remembering and just keep moving forward. And the more that you go forward in a positive manner, the easier it gets. It's the same with guilt and religion. You know, you have to retrain yourself to realize that, these set of people had instilled something in your mind to make you feel bad over stuff and and it's almost a trigger when you think about it your body reacts you have to think about it more you have to start realizing um with a religious set that some of the people that maybe had trained you to think that way had misled you had misguided you and they were misguided themselves so they were not even dealing with the universal laws they weren't dealing with the love and the uh, peace and the wonderfulness that god all represents they were dealing with wanting to control and they were taught to control and the people who taught them were taught to control and it's all about control and once you release the weight that 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 the, the people that had taught you that holds behind it once you release that you know they were taught to control they weren't taught uh a, a different way they weren't taught about love and that sort of thing You know, you have to look at the person that trained you to think that way. And, And sometimes it's your parents and they didn't mean necessarily to steer you wrong. They just taught you what they were taught. So you want to break the cycle. You want to realize that you were taught what was taught to them and taught to them that wasn't really for your best and highest good. It wasn't for moving you forward in the best way that you could possibly live, and you'd need to just shed that and not worry about that anymore. It's a learned behavior, though, because your body, when it comes to religious guilt, your body will trigger almost immediately when you hear certain things to feel guilty about. Women and self-indulgence, or men, anybody, and self-indulgence. Women tend to be givers, really a lot of givers out there, so they tend to want to... um, you know, help everybody that's around them. They're, they're maternal, so they ha- usually have children, and they have husbands, and they have families, and they, they try to, you know, they're the giver of the family unit. They're the caretaker. So they spend so much of their time trying to caretake for everybody else and so many people needing things from them and so many people needing help with, you know, homework and food and, and laundry and and uh, money and all these different emotional support and you know, rides and all these different things that they forget to take time out of their day to uh, do things for themselves. Well, the problem with that is it spreads women very thin. So they they feel guilty. Let's say that you set aside a Saturday or something to uh, either go to lunch with a girlfriend or go to a spa or just to go to the park and read a book, something that where you're, you're removed from everybody so you're not – feeling like everybody's pulling on you and then you go to the park or you go do whatever and you're feeling guilty because, well, my kids didn't want me to go and they cried when I left and, you know, now I'm not having much fun because I'm worrying but I should probably get back there very soon and that sort of thing. What you don't again, you internalize that. You internalize that. You got negative energy. Now you haven't taken the time out of your day to recharge like a battery. You've drained your battery even more because now you've internalized that negative stuff. You're feeling guilty. You can't take time for women and, and mothers and, and uh, that sort of thing. It's very important for you to be able to take time out of your week to live a guilt-free, wonderful existence where you recharge. Because the more that you spread yourself thin, the more guilty that you feel, the more that it's going to deplete your battery, the more it's going to internalize and the negative energy inside of your body, the more it's going to, you know, swirl around in there and the more it's going to have an effect on your health. You begin to wear yourself so thin that you just, you have trouble even having fun. You have trouble finding happiness. That is the absolute worst kind of guilt because if you ask me um, and, and for many of my clients, you you absolutely need to take care of your first food, yourself first you have to take some time out of your day to recharge or out of your week to recharge if you can 't do it out of your day minimum take it out of your week once a week to to just not have anybody pulling energy from you. And that's another thing. I don't think that uh, women and and uh, people, men, stay-at-home dads, any of them, I don't think they realize that when children need a lot from you, they, they don't do it on purpose, but they pull on you energetically. So you have a little children and, and, and possible spouses pulling on from you energetically all day long, and this goes into every day. And then you don't recharge, you don't take time to pull the energy back and to hold into it and to enjoy yourself. And when you when you take time to go to the park, when you take time to just go shopping or meet with people or go have a um, you know, a uh, golden movie date or whatever that you may do, that pulls the energy all back into you. It makes it recharge. It makes you have more of it. It makes you uh, be able to handle things better. It makes your day go better. It makes you a better mother. It makes you a better father. It makes you stronger. So don't. Do, that's an unnecessary guilt because that to me is very important to schedule into your day. So that is one of the things that I wish more people would take time. I'm going to try to take one of uh, these callers here before I, I um, end up on the ending part on my show today. But you'll have to bear with me also for a minute because my Mac button isn't working very good. Aloha. Uh, this looks like a Skype caller. Hi. Hi. Did you have a question? Yeah, I do. Um I had recently gotten to an argument with one of my friends and um you know, it was kind of it kind of escalated and I was just curious what your thoughts were about that, if you think we'll make
1: up or not.
0: Okay. Um you sound kind of muffled to me, so I'm gonna repeat what I thought that I heard. Did you say that um you had an argument with one of your friends? Yes. Okay. And the and then it kinda of escalated and then what did you say from there? And, um, if you thought that we would be able to work it out or or not you know um I think that it'll it'll be something you'll be able to work out for sure, but it feels like the argument sort of got pretty intense or hurtful or something like it it yeah. really you know what I mean, so it feels yeah. like um she's she is um Really, kind of hurt over the the. It was a she, was it a she? Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That, that she was um kind pretty hurt over it. So I feel like there will be some patching of the friendship, um, but it mm-hmm. feels like it doesn't quite feel very normal for a little while. Like maybe yeah. like a year and a half, or, so, or like a while down the road, to where you guys can kind of heal from it. Um, what I don't like about the argument, um. Is it kind of feels like it got sort of personal and and where that you were intentionally maybe saying things to each other what you know what I mean It, it seemed like it was yeah, kind of, or, I, mm-hmm. yeah exactly, not just you i'm i I'm not trying yeah. to pin this on you, But oh, what I'm no, saying I... is no, no when people get um and, and, and you know this is a really great thing for the show today because um a couple of different things y- you learned. Because I feel that it, it bothers you and you're re- regretful about it and wish it wouldn't have went to the level it went, but in the heat of the moment, you you guys became defensive, and, and you, you literally stopped thinking at that point, and you just start yelling things, right? You know, you just kind of go in defense mode, right? So um, I... I'm glad that you called because I think that's so important for everybody. What I would like you to learn from that, because I think that you already are, is when it when you become when you get in a situation such as that, see this is really great. Don't hold on to this guilt um of of whatever you did and what happened there, but know that it happened for a reason. And if anything Mad. happened for from you is because, first of all, I kind of felt like there was some stuff building up between you guys that you hadn't resolved. There and was. It sort of just and I don't really feel very guilty about anything I said, actually, to her. Just I felt like I needed to okay. say. Okay, well, it. that's great. That's great. But what, you, what I want you to realize is it felt like you guys had this building up, so then mm. it became an explosion at the end. And um, so, yeah, I think it will eventually resolve. But definitely kind of learn from that and and, and remember that um, w- w- pay attention to when you get into similar situations in the future with either family or friends because I feel like you have other people around you, even in your family, that you may possibly do this with sometimes. I mean, not on purpose, yeah. but it just happens. So yeah. once it, you once you feel it getting to that point, Try to end the conversation or remove yourself or just go, you know, it's really time for me to go. And and try to shut your ears off at that point because I feel like those people will still try to come at you. But if you you can remove yourself or just, you know, politely hang up the phone and just go, you know, I'm not liking where this is going. We need to cool off. Um, And then you're going to notice that those things are going to fizzle out and resolve a lot quicker. And then you won't get to the part where you're like, man, this is going to take a lot of patching and repair work, you know. Do you think it's just me, I have a tendency just to make people mad? Is that what it is? Like, is that um, why I I I don't think it's just you, and I don't want you to feel that, but I do think that you you tend to get defensive quickly. Yeah, I do. So, (laughs) like, do you see what I mean? Like, so you tend to get on guard or, like, really, like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You know where where are you going there? So you get you get defensive quickly, and the minute that you get defensive, your mind switches like anybody's, and you does, go into yeah. attack, you go into attack mode. But what people, this is a really great question for the show for anybody who does this because many many people do this. So it's not just you. Um, when people are getting defensive, they get defensive. Your mind switches, then the argument takes a whole different turn, and then it's non productive at that point, and then it doesn't even matter you know but they feel the energy the minute that you switch to defense mode just like if you were speaking to somebody and you said something that triggered them and they switched to defense mode you feel that immediately before a word comes out of their mouth you wouldn't yeah, even, you know what i'm saying so that's yeah. what you're doing. that's that's your role you you feel you you they will it's almost like you you your mind gets on high alert for defense mode you go into defense mode they feel it and then it's just get it from then on out so try Aww. to not take so many things so because i feel like you take a lot of things personally i do and mm-hmm. yeah and that's the one thing i'd like to see you work on is stop trying to take or stop taking things so personally it, if there are other people's opinions who cares let it roll off your back um and start realizing that you know what i need to just really pay attention to how I feel about me none of nobody's opinions matter because it really really doesn't because how do you know that those people are in any in a better place than you are so why the heck should their opinion matter it right. really really shouldn't okay yeah that's so, an idea that you need to work on <laughs> yeah just, please work on that because I can I bet that you would move forward very quickly and people would start be going huh what, what are you doing? Like, you seem different. And they'll be very intrigued and want to maybe learn what you're doing. But, you know, you take people's opinions too too quickly to heart. And I'm telling you, girl, you are surrounded by a lot of people that have no business giving out opinions because they don't hold a lot of weight. Yeah. <laughs> okay? And, and it's, not, it's not... Yeah, it's not that they're doing it on per. You know, they're not. They just people don't realize that they're they're really not in a good position to be giving out opinions on other people's lives. That's what I call life managers. People love uh-huh. to manage other people's lives for free. Yeah, it's great. So uh, have yeah, a good w- a lot of- week. All right, I'm glad you called. You have a good week. Thank you. Uh huh. Aloha. Yeah, people get into that situation quite a bit, and that doesn't help anybody when they get in that defense mode. Um, We have a call from area code 760. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I was just wondering what you can tell me about um, a a guy in my life right now, (laughs) relationship-wise. All right. Well, um, give me a little bit of background, like more of a specific question, please. Um, like how does he feel about me? Is this, is this somebody you're dating or like that's yes. what I mean? Give me, okay. it's somebody you're dating and you're wondering how he feels about you because you're feeling like you're getting a mixed signal or not such a clear, uh, clear, concise feeling? Is that what you're saying? Pretty much, yes. Okay. Um, I feel like you're not getting a clear, concise signal because, um, well, this is what I'm seeing. And this doesn't seem like a really long term dating thing. Does it? How long have you been dating? Oh, it hasn't been long at all. It's been less than a month. Okay, because I'm seeing like three weeks. So that's why I was wondering. Um, because I don't feel like he's real, very serious, is why. So actually, you know, when people, women, and I think that um, women are very, very intuitive. Um, and you probably know this, you probably actually knew this before you called, Um, when you're not getting a clear signal from a guy, that's because he's not giving you a clear signal on purpose. That's because he's not really sure where he's on the map and it's sort of a casual dating for him. Women tend to want to get serious, and if you get that serious vibe, which I kind of feel like you'd like to get into this a little bit more with him, that will make him back off. So... Just take it as it is, a casual dating thing. Keep your eye open. The more casual that you keep it, that's when you, men tend to get more interested. Okay? All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Aloha. Okay.
1: All right.
0: All right. We're going to move on to one of our last uh, er, colors here before I uh, go on to the end. Hi, we have area code 928. Aloha, 928. All right, we have, um, uh, I'm going to, 928, are you there? All right, they might not be hearing me today. So, okay, so anyways, uh, we have the, some good calls, and, and I still will be taking some calls if I have Um, time here but one of the things on the guilt thing also is you know you really just need to make a decision it's not like a long meditative process it's not like um you know a long drawn out thing but you have you will have to possibly remind yourself several different times um you know you you can't change the past that's in the past you need to move forward you need to sit there and view your body and understand is it worth it to, to keep all of this um, negative thought, this this energy that is just, you know, eating away at the inside of you, is it worth keeping that swirling around in your body? I mean, for whatever it is that you did, most of the time, well, all the time the answer should be no, because you should never, ever want to have that internalized into your own self and have it affect your own body. <clears throat> um, but secondly... You know, you need to just understand that most often than not, you have done these things unintentionally. You didn't set out to hurt anybody. You were just doing what you thought was right at the time. People took them in a different way. Um, you know, but you you have to start living your life for yourself. You have to start living your life to what makes you happy. And one of the first caller, um, I actually really enjoyed that because one of the other things that keeps coming up over and over again uh, lately in my circle is, or with people that have been asking me is, people. I really do call these uh, these people life managers. Um, people will sit around and 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 if someone makes a decision on something, whether it be career. Or, you know, what movie they want to go to, or whatever, it doesn't even matter what the decision is. People are usually surrounded by other people that are really super excited to give them their opinion on what they did, or what they didn't do, or how they should have done it, or how the, they should do it next time, or how it works for them. And when you're surrounded by people that are so willing to give you their advice, and that's like what I said the life managers, they're willing to give everybody else their advice, but they don't tend to manage to their own their own life because they want to just they, – they can see more clearly uh, what other people are doing and how that they should handle it, and they don't see it clearly how sh- they should handle their own life, so that makes them uncomfortable, so then they go ahead and try to manage everybody else's. When you have other people giving you your opinions like that, a lot of times you're getting uneducated, and I don't mean uneducated as far as these are uneducated people, but what I mean is you're, you're getting information from people that really – shouldn't be giving you their opinion on what you should do in the first place because for number one they're not you and they don't live in your shoes and they don't know all the intimate details of your life and what you think and how you feel about everybody so that's number one they don't they're not in a place to give you that information. Um, Number two, they don't know what your intentions are because everybody's intentions are different of what they want in life and what they think happiness is and how that they want to have their relationships. So so they're not exactly sure where you're coming from. And number three is because a lot of times people have their own agenda when they give you an opinion. They have their own agenda behind, behind how they want you to live your life, how they want to see your life work out for you. So that's through their own perspective. That's not through your perspective. So now if you start taking everybody else's opinion, you're starting to live the life that everybody else wants to see you live. And that can become a problem when you're surrounded by friends or family that, um, you know, one really good thing of that is I see people all the time who date people that other people don't think are healthy for them. And maybe they have a very valid uh, opinion. worry that they aren't healthy for them but they can't see a lot of times those people see this spouse or the person that they're dating as some somebody who makes them happy and somebody wonderful and whatever and they won't change their opinion regardless so that's very important so make a decision on your guilt is it worth it is it worth holding on to is it worth keeping it internal is it worth keeping that energy internal eating away and and messing up with your own cell recreation and what's happening in your own body, is it worth your spiritual health? Is it worth your physical health? I've seen people that have actually ended up um, feeling so guilty about stuff that they've ended up having tumors or cancers or colds or flus. It doesn't have to be extreme. But that they've even told me that they truly believe that that's why they had gotten certain Um, types of diseases and that sort of thing so and um, it really really affects your physical health in a major way so just remember that you know it's not worth it get over it get over the guilt learn from it you cannot change the past it shouldn't hold weight you know if you need to apologize to people for something you did intentionally apologize to them realize you're not going to do that again whether they believe you or don't believe you use it to change your behavior for the future Use whatever that happened to alter your behavior for the future to do something good. Um, Shed anybody else's beliefs. Shed the religious beliefs and whatever somebody instilled in you for control. If that's how you want to live your life as far as um, being controlled, then go ahead and do that. But if you don't shed it, let it go. Don't let anybody control you. It's not what religion was about. It's not... What um the whole creation of God and you know involvement and all that—it has nothing to do with control. So re- release that and let it go. If you're women, definitely, or men, or stay at home, or, or giving to other people, definitely take that to heart and and uh, use you know use that use time. Get more time for yourself. Re-energize. Uh, don't feel guilty. Enjoy yourself. The happier, the more that you let go of the guilt. And the more that you enjoy that time, you're not even going to believe how much happier you're going to feel, how much energized you're going to feel, how much better you're going to feel for the next week. It's amazing. Your health is going to feel better. You're not going to be held back. You're not going to be energetically, you know, uh, feeling crappy about anything. It's really, really wonderful. And the unintentional guilt. You cannot make everybody happy. You need to live your life for yourself. You need to live your life for, um, you know, for your own happiness, for your own family, whatever. Um, If you didn't intentionally hurt somebody, maybe they took it more personal than they should have. That's just the way it goes. And there's not, you know, you cannot be responsible for other people's happiness unless you intentionally had done something. If it was unintentional, you cannot be responsible. They have their own choices, their own lives, their own ways to live. And if you continuously did that, a lot of time you will live your whole life feeling guilty because many, many people are struggling with um, trying to find their own happiness. And believe you me, you can't be responsible for that. You need to be responsible for your own, and that's really where it matters. So I'm going to try um, one more caller here before we go, and then we're going to go ahead and, and move the show on. And you really need to get my little button fixed on my Mac today. Oh and we're moving kind of slow on Blog Talk, so alright. Let me try this one more time. And see if it works. Alright, uh 928? Hello? Aloha? with the old system? Oh, we're not that's not gonna work Wow Hi, we have a, a caller uh two three nine. Yes. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Good. What questions did you have for me today? Um, I wanted to I just recently moved back home to Naples, Florida. And um everything seems to be going well, and I wanted to ask you what how do I put this? What you foresee in my romantic life? <laughs>
0: Uh, well, that was pretty easily put.
1: <laughs> so,
0: you're not dating right now, or what's happening? Uh, in, uh, actually, I am.
1: I am um, okay. a friend of mine. You are, so. da- you are dating, dating right now? 70- yeah, yeah, for about a month
0: now. Okay. Well, it seems, I feel your romantic life actually being, like, um, very light for a while in the future. So uh, this person that you're dating, you must be having a lot of fun with and, and really enjoying each other's company and that sort of thing. Does yeah, that sound yeah. about right? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I just feel, I feel your relationship from here on out. I don't know what, I feel like your relationships in the past were very heavy and I feel like your relationships in the future have gone to a whole different level where you're really more about enjoyment and going out and doing things and, and like almost um, being adventurous and just, going and just doing more stuff that you enjoy and really a lot more about happiness. You're kind of on a new journey at this point in your life, yeah? Uh,
1: yes, I'm, everything is new for me right now. I mean, completely yeah. everything. Yeah, but it's
0: ch- it's going to change your whole future. So I feel that you're going to continue on this wonderful, just really like almost like a little kid just going, oh, this is fun and, wow, this is cool and let's do that. That sounds fun. Like you're almost, you're just really enjoying life right now, You're but you're really being adventurous. You're really going out and learning. So that's what your new relationships all about. And I feel like this one will continue for a while if you want to choose to make it so. And that if you're okay. really just going to have an amazing, fun time. And um, that's what your whole, this whole, it feels like you're really on the second half of your life at this point in time. Like almost like a whole new journey, a whole new you.
1: That's exactly what it is. That's so true. Well, I definitely yeah, um, enjoy his company, um, but I was wondering, I mean, I don't know because we're friends, so it's, diff- it's different. I'm sorry, I, the
0: last part I, you cut out of me, you didn't know what?
1: I said I didn't realize it would bloom into, you know, more than a friendship.
0: Yeah, but that's okay because um, I feel like it did because you're on this new Jersey and er, new <laughs> New Jersey, new journey, and that you <laughs> have let a lot of things pass go from the past. You were holding on to a lot of things from the past with your life yes. and with relationships, and you really slingshotted forward when you let a lot of stuff go, and it's just going to make all these amazing things come to you out of nowhere and very quickly. And that's exactly what
1: happened when I moved here. It all, and everything came together. That's the weird part.
0: Well, it's not weird, but it's wonderful that you, (laughs) that's that's what I teach. Um, It's just you got it, and you got it good on your own and and through whatever processes you were learning. And now um, other people are probably going to be like, what are you doing? That's pretty cool. I want to learn how to do that. So um, you're really you're on the second uh, part of your life. It's amazing. It's going to continue to just have amazing things happen out of nowhere because you you wow. really went through a release and it this is, this is this is just the beginning, dear. It's it's going up from here. I mean, you're just going to be the whole rest of your life is going to be like this. It's going to be amazing, fun, and wonderful.
1: That's so good to hear so. because you know I really I've had a very difficult, I'm 40 years old, so I've had a lot of difficult things to me in the past 10 years. Yes, And you now have. it just um, feels I like, feel a lot, yes. you know, everything's I can see kind a lot of, of, of coming that. back.
0: Yeah, I can see a lot of that stuff, that, but you made some type of release and um, change and mm-hmm. whatever that you did to do that his, mm-hmm. his his was magical for you in a sense. It was literally almost magical for you. Because it made everything just come together in such an amazing way. But what I'm telling you is, it's, it's what's important. I think for you to know is, it's not going to go away. It's going to continue on like this. So don't be that's afraid wonderful. that this is just temporary. Okay, it's it's a long term thing. It's it's a new life for you.
1: Okay, um, that's so wonderful to hear. But the thing is, um, can I ask you one more question? Yeah, one more, and then I gotta go. Do you ever foresee me ever getting married again?
0: Actually, I do, and I think it is going to be un, un, unexpected to you. Like you're really going really? to be shocked that, it, yeah, that you're going to be shocked that you. I think you're going to be shocked that you did. I mean, or that you're going to say okay or something. You know what I mean? That's so funny. Like I mean, yeah,
1: that's
0: huh. I, I mean, you're you're going to be like, wow, I never seen this coming like that. Like, literally. Yeah. And, yeah, more on your end, I think. More like, wow, I never thought I'd actually do that again. Something like
1: that. <laughs> That's interesting. Just Thank you so much.
0: Yes, you have a wonderful day. It was nice speaking with you. I will. It was nice speaking okay. with
1: you. Take care of yourself.
0: All right. Aloha. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, everybody. This has been a wonderful show today. Hopefully you learned some stuff and, and just release your guilt. It's not worth it. Get over it. You don't need to handle it. It it doesn't need to be. It's very important for you to understand it needs to go. It's um, very not good to hold on to on so many levels. And stop looking at it as just a, a, a small thing. It's a huge thing and, and let it go. It's super important to your health. So please check out my website, jenniferopsychic.com. Um also my Facebook page, Jennifer O Intuitive, my book should be really live really this time. I'm actually serious. Um, by the end of the month. And that will be advertised everywhere um, on my Facebook and it should be on my uh webpage. So you can email me and get on my email list. That would be wonderful. I send out emails all the time. And Aloha from Hawaii.